Where do you find that funny? Can I ask? <laughs> I think of regulators. Mount up. <laughs> <laughs> we should say that. <laughs> A, a colorful graphic here that shows instances of bullshit like this are on the rise. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Government's out to get you. NASA's out to get you. The NSA's out to get you. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Police ask public not to shoot after recent Bigfoot sighting. Discussion we've been having lately about Bob Lazar and what he did at Area 51. We ain't found shit! Open the gates. Open the gates! They're here. What's going on? What's up with you? Just worked out. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking dumb. (laughs) Welcome to Strange Uncles, everybody. Minus one. Um, I'm Shane. Josephina. And that's it. Tonight. You know, not a big deal, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, Luis actually had something going on. So, but um, we actually have kind of a, for those of you who are listening to us, which hopefully, you know, we have some people out there. um, The last one was uh, about dreams. It was, I I don't know, babe. It wasn't really dark, but it wasn't funny necessarily. It's a good conversation. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good conversation. I could say that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about, yeah, where it is. But it's really, you know. (laughs) <laughs> what it is up our vein. But uh, what we wanted to do, um, something that we both actually came across, and this one is going to be a little bit more funner. And uh, the, is that fun, a word? Funner is not a word, no. It's not a word? No. Okay. I'm sorry. What about funnest? Is that a word? No. Funnier? Wait, I think funnest is a word. I'm not no, sure if funnest is a word. I know funnier is a word. Yes, funnier is a word. I'm going to trump you. you. I'm going to stick with funnest. More fun. Oh, Jesus. All these fucking English dialects going on. Anywho, we have a more fun podcast. See, that doesn't sound right either. That sounds no, fucking... No, you're supposed to say funnier there. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. So we have a funnier podcast. See, that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Um, we, <laughs> that's so fucking dumb. We actually have something that's really kind of cool that, um, you know, something that probably all of us grew up with and, uh, you know, we, uh, we're going to cover that topic. But before we get into that, I guess, goddamn, how was your week? Um, it was good, you know, yeah. everything was good until the final fucking day, Friday, fucking Friday. Always Fridays. I don't know what it was, but today I was just swamped and other people were sitting on their ass, so it kind of triggered me, so, you know. <laughs> get it. I don't blame you. And Lazy I, fucking people that you know, get at, paid. At one point, I ap- approached my boss, and I'm like, he's on the computer. He's always on the computer, like, busy going yeah, yeah, through yeah, emails yeah. and shit. Yeah. So sometimes he's like, okay, I'm listening. Talk, even though I'm looking at the screen. And, I, and today I'm like, man, I need to go back to school. I'm going to college. Uh, I was hoping to him to say why, but he didn't. So he, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, but you know how he's like, though. That's the thing. No, I know, but no. I was hoping him to say why, and I would I would have been like, because I didn't know you needed an education yeah. to not, not do anything at work. You know, there's certain people that, like, when you drop the fucking worm in the pond, they bite at it. 
certain people don't fucking care. And he's no, one of the guys that don't care. No, he does that sometimes. You know. But, I mean, he's fucking busy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> he can do two things at once, and sometimes he can. So. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Depends what it is. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You know, that's a bummer, you know, for the most part. I know I was trying to kind of console you a little bit. It's like, ah, uh, you know, shit, fucking. Nobody likes work, but at the same time, Don't you should... console me because you're the only I... fucker I can punch mm-hmm. in the face without getting in trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, I have makeup on my face for my black eye. Whatever. Just so you all know. I'm not saying, what happened to you, Shane? What? I I fell down the stairs. I don't want to talk about it. There's some things I say at work that I probably shouldn't. Like, <laughs> Michelle, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Because she's got like, she looked like she was pissed today. She's like, no, I'm pissed. I'm like, do I need to punch Chuck in the face? And she just looks at me and laughs. I'm like, okay. That's funny. And Chuck's sitting right behind me, so he hears it all. So I'm like, I probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) Again, as we're saying their names firsthand, (laughs) everything's cool. That's all right. (laughs) They play to listen. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, you have your rant. I have my rave. I will say... Something else I don't understand. Motivation tapes. Motivation books. What happened here? Suddenly everybody needs to be motivated? It's a fairly simple thing. Either you want to do something or you don't. Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. So don't even think about messing with me. Y'all feel me? Yeah, I don't know how to fucking say this, because I've never been this fucking hippy-dippy motherfucker like this, where, you know, okay, and the holidays are over, the New Year's start, everybody's is resolutions. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to promise to. I've never fucking been that guy. Never been that guy, because I don't give a shit. Really, you know, why can't you do that anytime else in the year rather than make it a New Year's resolution if you want to make something better about yourself, right? Right. I mean, why do it New Year's Day? Yeah. Fucking makes no sense. However, with that being said, <laughs> I am actually doing something um, a little bit different this year. So, at Epiphany, um, going to work on a little bit of health things and kind of, you know, get better and, and, uh, and funner. Uh, funner's not a word and we're just gonna you know yeah we're gonna try and make things better but um that's kind of not really new year's you have a turd in your much. pocket do i yeah i say we a lot huh you do. well i'm hoping you're part of that but well, that might not I'm be fucking the case. healthy i know yeah well i'm not saying i'm not healthy i'm just saying you know certain things you gotta do it's a frame of mind type thing i'm gonna change my frame of mind i feel like i'm negative too much you know what i mean does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I fucking know what you mean. Oh, I know. It fucking, yeah. I'm just a piss off negative Pollock. Nancy's your middle name. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, I it's, always a, try it's to abbreviated keep a... NN. You're such a fucking... Okay. <laughs> you just ruined my... I'm bringing it all back now. Fuck you and fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Fuck off. Earlier you were... Well, With that fucking traffic, man. Okay, I know. Sorry. Yeah, it is sorry, it is. sorry. Anyway, so those are the rants that we're going to go through. Um, and my rave, rave. too. Yeah. Um, but we, because we have such a cool, fun topic to go on, we're going to go into weird facts. Good education is not what fills your heads with facts, but what stimulates curiosity. Then you learn for the rest of your life. Didn't you fuckers learn anything at college? Weird facts after dark. Funner. With the dancing queen. (laughs) Calm down. So, South Dakota, right? You heard about South Dakota? 
Oh, cool. Yeah, here it's a state, right? I think so. Okay. Well, at least they are for now. Yeah. Unless somebody knows something we don't know. Did you know it was south of North Dakota? You're crazy. You're crazy. Say who? <laughs> You're crazy. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So have you heard of uh, Slender Man? I have okay. that weird urban legend. Right. Yeah. Which is? Which is from South Dakota? No. Well, that's a whole thing that's supposed to be speaking around, sneaking around in your dreams or some shit like that, right? Right. And he, like, lures you out or whatever. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, Logan used to, fuck, my son used to, oh my God, on YouTube. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. So he basically is a soul collector or whatever. Okay. So um, in South Dakota, there's a Pine Ridge Indian Reservation that hmm. has the same kind of urban legend and it's called walking sam i heard about that yeah yeah oh okay. yeah a little bit more than slender man okay yeah so it's so, based off some tradition of some sort it sounds yeah, like. yeah i mean like everyone yeah. has their you know everyone has their bigfoot or, or mm-hmm. whatever have you um so he basically is collecting souls from suicide so again same thing same theory wow so he collects people that are sensitive at the time of life okay no no i get what you're saying you know yeah just they are like the sense of their doneness is close they don't think they're worthy of being here right i I guess their humanity is sunken lower right so he preys on people like that to basically commit suicide huh so which tribe is this again um lakota i'll be damned you know what's weird Lakota has a lot of very mystic, I, you know, and every tribe has their own little thing, but Lakota has a lot of mystic different characters in their in their whole sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, so yeah, uh, Heoke is another one, which is supposed to be the sacred clown, oh. and he's like this, you know, uh, he, he dances around and he, he makes fun of everything, but at the same time he's doing it to prove a point. You know, and it's and, really? and the Lakota is the one tribe that really b- drums that up, if that makes sense. Like that person, that thing. Like he's just as important as any shaman, any Indian, you know, leader tribe. Uh, he just, you know, it's just one of those. For some reason, Lakota right. does that. I don't know. It's Did weird. you know that there's three make up the Sioux tribe, the Sioux Nation? I'm, I mean, I knew there was other ones, but I didn't know three. Yeah. Huh. So the Sioux Nation is made up of Dakota, Lakota, and Nakota tribes. Oh, okay. Dakota, Lakota, and what? Nakota. Nakota. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't get far from their laws and their does. Okay, so back to my story. Um, so December 2014, um, there has been 103 suicide attempts with nine people succeeding. The, uh, and the youngest really? being 12 years old. Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you committing suicide at 12 years old for? I know, uh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, How, shouldn't a 12-year-old so be happy? Like when, when I got like in that stage, I yeah. think I was... Maybe, Teenager, right? Yeah, yeah. 14. Yeah. Not, you know. Well, and that's all part of like puberty and everything else. Like that just hits you weird. Some people take it better, some people take it worse. You know, it is what it is. And that's sad. The oldest person was 24. Wow. Well, it goes right with a fucking whole opioid crisis. Opioid. 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 <laughs> I can't say. It. You still can't. Say it. Yeah, I can't. Still can't say. It. <clears throat> opioid no, crisis. That's sad. That is sad. That sucks. 
Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so there's that. Sorry to put you on, well, a, that's happy. on, a, on a bad note. Funner. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. What? You said this was going to be a funner episode. I, I, yeah, you said it was going to be funner, but that's fine. <laughs> we can start down the road. That's okay. <laughs> I'm so, well, I'm just trying to give a little bit You know bit how many of... people commit suicide for fucking... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why don't you focus on this instead of fucking the wall? Okay, sorry. 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 Oh, I know. I know, right? You know what? We're allowed. No. We were, the no. government told us. I want to try to avoid you know? the government on this episode, so let's just... Carry on now. Breathe. Just breathe. Hell gone. Take me away. Do you have anything else? No. That that was... I, I mean, was I feel thing. so bad for that one, so... <laughs> no, it's fair, though. I mean, you know what? Everything... Every state's going to have their own little, you know, goods and bads, and it is what it is. Um, you know, I don't think this is really a very happy topic either. I just find it very interesting. So there is... Everybody talks about Antarctica, you know, and being cold. Right. You know, people fucking bitch around. Oh, my God. Today was 18 degrees and it's cold. Okay, gotcha. Well, how about um, how about minus 42 Fahrenheit cold? Minus? How's that sound? Jesus. For a, like, a year-round type temp. What? That's how fucking cold this is. Do people actually live in that? Inside the coldest city in the world where it snows 277 days out Holy. of the year. Holy Fuck, that's like almost every day. Mm-hmm. And this is not Santa Claus, North Pole, mind you. This is something totally different. So Jesus. in the Northern Hemisphere, there's a town. Um, actually, it's, a, it's in Russia. And it is arguably the coldest city in the world. And uh, it's it's uh, one of the two Siberian cities built in the continuous permafrost zone, which for those of you who know what permafrost is, it means the ground just never fucking thaws. Yeah. It's always exactly what's going on. Yeah. That's why they had such a hard time building roads like, in Alaska. So um, there's a city, a more of 175,000 people, mind you, that go through this. And it can be as low as, again, I said the average temp is minus 42. It can be as low as minus 78 fucking degrees. Holy shit. And it's Norlesk. Boasts a year-long average temperature. Of just 14. So just an average in the summer is 14. And that's what it is. Uh, Norelsk boasts a year-long average temperature of just 14 degrees. Yeah. So it is like the coldest is that, city in the fucking world. How far north is that? Uh, well, it's in the I, Siberian I just, zone. I guess so. my actual question is, is it one of those towns that has like 40 nights and... Um, you know what? I don't like Alaska has one of those, mm-hmm. you know, where they literally barrel, right. barrel Alaska. Is it? You know, and there, and the whole 30 nights Wasn't there vampire a movie. movie? About that? There was 30 nights. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually kind of freaky. Yeah. It was. I don't know. It fucks you up, man. It does. Even if, so if it's dark for that long, or even if it, the sun's it's up light. for that fucking yeah, yeah, long. Yeah. I mean, you got to get fucking well, insomnia. The sunlight wouldn't bother me, I don't think. Because you can man, get blackout shades and stuff I'll fucking tell you what, though. Like that. That's a fucking company. Guess what? I'm going to move to that town, and yeah. guess what I'm going to make? Right. Blackout shades. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking save That's a probably bunch. where it started <laughs> until, you know, people that work graveyard or whatever. Exactly. Crazy. So other things that we got to worry about, and this is one of those things where it's really not weird facts as much as, holy shit, this kind is going on. The government's always listening. Partially. This is partial. Russia says there's no defense against its new hypersonic intercontinental ballistic missile. 
Oh, yeah, they've they've been working on that, yeah. They have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Putin recently said, hey, you know, we kind of got this thing mastered, so you guys are fucked if we launch it because there's nothing you can do. Right. And that's flat out of his mouth. Like, you know, hey, we got, we're bigger and we're better than you are, and this oh, is yeah. what we're going to do. And I don't doubt that either. I don't either, but it's scary at the same time, you know. And this is supposed to that's be That's why a, Trump is sucking his dick. Uh, he's, you know what, Putin's he's got something on Trump. He's not when it comes to stuff. Yeah, yeah well, but it's vice not. versa. He wants a fucking KGB to come back. Don't fucking, you know. I said sometimes. Yeah. He has a good idea. Who, Putin or Trump? Trump. Every, you know what? I will say, yes, you're 100% correct. I'm not going to fucking. Wait, wait. We're not getting into politics. Oh, Jesus. Here we go again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beep. We're fucking backing up. Awkward. So, um, for those of you guys who know, too, we covered a little bit, I think, on last episode that the China probe um, landed on the moon. And just so everybody knows, it's still on the moon. It's having mechanical difficulties. Wait, so China, China probed the moon? <laughs> With their finger. <laughs> Anybody cool. want one of these? <laughs> Anyone want one of these? Eh? Anyone? Anyone? spinning it on their finger. TV news, which is really kind of cool. For those of you who love Bruce Campbell, um, he actually is going to do a new rebooted Ripley's Believe It or Not, which I find fucking awesome. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I think this year is the year of the reboot. I think so, too. You know, everybody says that, like, oh, what, three years ago it was. They kind of touched it in 2018, but I think 2019 is going to be. No, I'm with you. Totally with you on that one. Um, other news, which I'm fucking tickle pink about, Zombieland 2. Oh, yeah. And not only Zombieland 2, but did you hear who's going to cameo? No. Remember who cameoed in the last Zombieland? Um, white Man Can't Jump. Okay, well, he was the main star. What's his Woody name? Woody Harrelson. Woody, yeah. But which mansion did they break into that they accidentally shot him or stabbed him? Where they were doing Ghostbusters and that. Remember that? I don't remember, no. Okay, so Bill Murray was like, he pretended to be a zombie just so he could go golfing. Oh, shit. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So for some... I don't know how they're going to... bring him back? I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to bring bring, uh, Murray back and they're going to bring Dan Aykroyd into it. And they're going to do the cameos on Zombieland 2. Why don't they just fucking do a Ghostbusters? What the fuck They're is wrong with that? They're working on it. I don't what know. What is I've wrong with them? Pieces. But that's still cool that they're, you know, together. I know, but we'll this see. is cooler. Ghostbusters is cooler. I know. Is cooler know. a word? I Sure. It didn't any more than funner. Can I put my <laughs> beers in that cooler? Is that <laughs> it's how you, you use go. it? That's how you use it, exactly. <laughs> so, and this is the last thing I have on my side. Before we dive into other stuff. Um, and this is really kind of cool. And, babe, this is kind of your heritage, I guess, to a certain point. Whoa. It is. It is. So this is good. So Mexican temple to pre-Hispanic fertility god portrayed as skinned human corpse. Discovered. Is that the museum we went to? It's not. Oh. But it sounds... I when I heard similar. skinned human corpse, I went, uh, that's kind of fucking weird. That's so... So... They, the experts from the Mexico's National Institute of Anthropology and History found the first temple of, and get this, again, this was before kind of Hispanics populated and they made this work. They kind of built a, a temple on a temple is what they did. But they uncovered um, a temple called the Flayed God uh, Zype Totec, our Lord of the Flayed, a pre-Hispanic fertility god depicted 
as a skinned human corpse. The priests of the temple were said to first flay the victims and would wear their skin. What the fuck? And they uncovered this. Like, this is a civilization that used to do this. Or a group of tribes that used to do this. And they have, like, statues and everything else. The findings announced Wednesday included three stone sculptures dedicated to the god and two sacrificial altars of the god's uh, Zytotic. Sculptor was dressed in a skirt of feathers along with a flayed human skin. Flayed. Was it part of uh, royalty to have that, then? Uh, it wasn't. So the whole article says it was one of those things where they... It, it was a it was a sacrifice. This went back to the days where they actually did the sacrifice, but it was uh, sculpturally, it is a beautiful piece. Experts wrote, it measures approximately 80 centimeters, da-da-da, this is what it is. It was used in life ceremonies, is what they used so it for. It, it, to me, it sounds like it's like royalty, like you can, like, or someone got it as a gift from these. And and that's what they're thinking it, it probably is. But it's just the statues, to me, kind of set me back, because it is. Is there pictures? They do actually have, but literally it's a statue of a female or of a god, a man with like skin hanging off one hand, like the corpse of, and then he puts that on. And that's what, what they the say, fuck? the flayed god. It's this whole, it's this whole thing. So to me. That's where transgender you know, starts. Um, it's transfluid, right? Gender fluid. What's the term now? I, I lost track. I, don't, I just, who cares? Like I just 18. said one word. Why do you have to fucking be po- fucking <laughs> because political? I, I have it. no clue what it is. Um, the scare is being held is significant given the finding of a whole temple and not just a depiction of the deity, which had been the case in earlier findings. So they found it in other things, but not an entire temple dedicated to, you okay. know, just kind of. Yeah, so it seems like it was royalty or something like, I don't know, because that's like. Yeah. It's not consistent to where everyone had it. It's exactly well. Remember, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we actually toured uh, one of the cool things here in Salt Lake. We did the Natural History Museum. What Wednesday night? Yeah, and they had a big presentation for the Aztecs, um, and the Mayans. Mayans were another culture that was there. Right. Um, this actually kind of, if the Aztecs sourced uh, could be relied upon a single temple to this deity, whatever his name is. And they think is uh, Papalaka uh, does not necessarily indicate that this was a place of sacrifice. Gillespie wrote the Aztec practice was to perform the sacrificial death in one or more places and to ritually store the skins in another after they had been worn by living humans for some days. So it could be that that this temple uh, where they kept it just made it all the more sacred. So when you're talking about it's kind of a higher echelon, right, right. more likely that's exactly what it was. Hey, I'm a fucking scientist. Great Scott! <laughs> Don't fucking count your eggs before they fucking hatch. <laughs> Come on, give me some fucking <laughs> yeah. credit. Yeah, but I, I just found that fucking amazing. Okay, it's like, so that's this was cool. supposed to be a funnier... It was, and we're talking about fucking uh, skin corpses and everything else. And fucking Uncle Sam, Scary Sam. God. Wait, what did I say? You just said Scary Sam. I said Uncle Sam. You said Uncle Sam with Trump. Oh, I said his name, Slenderman. Yeah. So, with that being said, those are some kind of cool new word facts going on this week and what's going on, but we actually are excited to bring you guys something that might be part of, uh, more likely... You know, if, if it wasn't part of your childhood, 
Then you lived worse than I did with two channels on TV. You didn't have any yeah, channels at all. If you don't know anything about this, one, either you're too fucking young, right, and I apologize, right. yeah, or two, you were raised you in... You lived under a rock of some sort? I don't know. You were raised... Right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the word is for. Wait. What's, what's that one that churned their own butter and still do that shit? And don't Amish? Work? Yeah, you're Amish. You might be Amish. I don't know. You might be Amish. You never know. So, you know, again, we cover weird shit all the time. This one just kind of hit us. We're like, you know what? This is really kind of cool to say and to talk about and do history about. And that's what we're going to get into. So, ladies and gentlemen, stand by. So, ladies and germs, we are going to talk about cartoons. Woohoo! Right? So, my childhood and yours too, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, we remember, like yesterday, you know, we couldn't wait for Saturday morning. You know, you get up, you watch your cartoons. There are some new ones on there, there are some old ones sprinkled in there. Um, the new ones, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. You know, that's fairly new. Wait. I remember Plastic Man for some reason. New to who? Well, to us, I guess, in our day. Okay. I don't know how new they were, were they to you? Ninja Turtles, not that new. Okay, well, they were new to me. So I'm <laughs> That's why I'm like, evidently. wait a minute. Are you talking about the movies now? <laughs> so we're talking like 14 years different, so here you go. Um, but there were still plenty of oldies in the mix, and those fucking oldies were awesome. Cartoons that would play for decades after they initially came out. In the mix of all these cartoons... There were two geniuses behind most of them, and they started something small and built it into one of the biggest cartoon conglomerates, mafia, if you will, that the world had ever seen. This story is about them and their love for wanting to not only make kids smile, but give adults a chuckle or two along the way. This is their story. And a home dog, howdy to you. This is Detective Huckleberry Hound tracking down what's coming up on the show. Captain Caveman! Meet George Jetson. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Who is always on the spot? Who is... Yogi Bear, who keeps cool when things are hot, who does Yogi Bear? Space Go! William was born on July 14th, 1910 in Melrose, New Mexico. William always had a love and talent for animation. Because of this, while he worked through the Great Depression, he managed to land one of his first jobs stepping toward the dream. He had to work directly in animation with the Harmon and Ising Animation Studios in 1930. It wouldn't be long before he would move on to work with his future partner at Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer in 1937. Little did he know that, but that's what was going to happen. Born to an Italian immigrant in New York City, Joseph Rowland was born on March 24, 1911. Joseph worked odd jobs as he grew up. 
He spent a short time as a banker, but eventually the stars would align and he too would be hired for what he was born to do. In 1932, he began working with Van Buren Studios and quickly moved into Terry Toon Studios in 1936. In 1937, he moved on to work for Metro Golder Mayor, where his paths would cross with William himself. So, what does that stand for? Metro Goldwyn Mayor. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? MGM, right? Awesome. There you go. Been around for a long time. One of the first ones, which is kind of cool. Right. So William and Joseph hit it off instantly, and they began to collaborate and create cartoon magic from the beginning. One of the first projects was a cartoon called Puss Gets the Boot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure it did. And was released in theaters in 1940. Not only did this cartoon win an Academy Award, mind you, but it would also serve as a pattern for the None and Other Tom and Jerry show. For over 20 years, the two made hundreds of cartoon shorts. William would be in charge of supervising the animation portion, while Joseph would be in charge of the stories and all the pre-production. The screams, yelps, and howls were all noises supplied by William, who is a master of the cartoon voice. That's awesome. Isn't that fucking cool? That's Can awesome imagine because doing that's, that? that was all that was said during those cartoons. There was no words, no anything. No, it was all... No. It was all fucking sounds. Yeah, so yeah. basically two people actually did this and nobody else. Well, like, one they, person mainly and it's like that black guy in Police Academy. Right, you know? <laughs> right. It blows my mind. Right, so that's fucking cool. Oh, it's fucking beyond. It's really neat. Um, between the years 1943 and 1953, seven Oscars were won by other cartoons they produced, and Tom and Jerry alone was nominated for an Oscar 12 times fucking over. That's awesome. It blows my fucking mind. I love that cartoon. Actually, you know what? I never watched it a lot, but really? I, I remembered, but it wasn't, it was like before, before my time. You know, I, I followed the other ones afterwards. Right. You know, but I, I know it's out there type thing, you know. So, not only were they swiping up the slate with short cartoons, they were also involved in hybrid shows where a mix of animation and real films were used. Just to mention a few, Anchors Away, 1945, mm-hmm. Dangerous When Wet in 1953, hey. and Invitation to, to, to Dance in 1956. Hey! However, despite William and Joseph's hard work and perseverance into writing and directing the cartoons, Fred Quimby was accoladed more often than either William or Joseph, either. Uh, Fred was a producer, but really didn't put half the work into it as these other two did. Right. You know? I mean, they had the love for it. Was it because they were so perfect that he didn't have to do that much work? or Even if they were, you know, ethics say, I would fucking, if I was Fred Quimby, I would say, oh, yo, this is cool. Thank you, guys. But this doesn't belong to me. Here you go. Oh, no. Why not? To these guys. Because there's always right? a greedy fucker in the bunch. Uh, I fucking what it is. Anyway, with the retirement of Fred Quimby in 1955, William and Joseph stepped up to be in charge of all the MGM short productions, which he supervised some of the last Tex Avery's Droopy. Mm. Do you remember Droopy the dog? Yes. Burr, burr, droopy yeah, the he dog. Was, <laughs> he was burr, burr, burr. so monotone. Yeah. But that series, uh, they stepped up and did it in 1956. Um, they also found time to moonlight outside of MGM and away from the cartoon shorts and worked on commercials for the CBS sitcom I Love Lucy. Um, all these other ones. Tide's turn, however, in 1957. Now, with the popularity of regular TV shows and not so much cartoons, MGM decided to close the gates on their cartoon studio. <laughs> Leaving William and Joseph to seek another venue into work. 
So they had concepts and they had things that they were going to talk about uh, for various cartoons, uh, what they developed. For example, a dog and a cat duo that get in various misadventures. In steps George Sidney, who worked with both William and Joseph in the past projects, and he offered to become a business partner of sorts and convince Screen Gems, a television production subsidiary of Columbia Pictures, to make a deal with all three. And I remember Screen Gems, I think, is either still around or was at least in... Didn't they do, like, the Final Destinations? Really? Is that what they did? I I seem to remember the thing in the beginning. does not sound familiar to me. Yeah, we'll look that up. We'll see what it is. But uh, they made a deal with all three of them. The the duo's newly founded cartoon studio opened up in what was the old Charlie Chaplin studio. On July 7th, 1957, just a few months after Metro Golden Mayor closed their animation studios, William and Joseph gathered uh, talents from across the fucking board to work on what they wanted to do and all their ideas. Famous animators such as Carlo Vinci, Louis Marshall, and Ed Barge came on board. They even hired a composer by the name of Hoyt Curtin for all the background music and voice actors such as Dawes Butler, Hale Smith, and the one and only... Mel Blanc. Oh. Mel Blanc. Yeah. Ring a bell? Yeah. Fucking Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers. Yeah, he was a lot of voices, too. Everything. Bugs Bunny to everything else. It's fucking amazing. So, their new studio was the first to create animated programming exclusively for television. Its first original show, The Rough and Ready Show, premiered on NBC in December 1957. Next was a Huckleberry Hound show. The show was premiered just before primetime, which at the day was unheard of. You could never do that. Mm -hmm. The Huckleberry Hound show showed us characters that little did we know we would grow up with. Characters like Dixie and Mr. Jinx, the infamous Yogi Bear. Uh, The show was also the first to win an Emmy for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Children's Programming, which I find in 1957 pretty fucking cool back in the day. Yeah. So after that, the floodgates opened. More artists were hired on, and more shows continued to spill out. Their second syndicated show, The Quick Draw McGraw Show, not just my name in bed. <laughs> Awkward. 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 Calm down. <laughs> Don't be proud of that. I know, that's awful. <laughs> Came out in 1959. And in 1960, the stupid caveman show, The Flintstones. Flintstones was loosely based on uh, The Honeymooners, which is ironic because due to the fact that Jackie Gleason, star of The Honeymooners, came to sue William and Joseph for the copyright infringement, Flintstones set records by running not only for six seasons, but for played in prime time, the first cartoon ever to play in prime time. Mm -hmm. The only other prime cartoon to beat that record was The Simpsons, who beat that record in 1996. The Yogi Bear Show was a spinoff in 1961, followed by other cartoons, namely The Jetsons in 1962. Other shows followed for the next five years. Uh, the McGilla Show, John, Johnny Quest, Adam Ant, Secret Squirrel, and Sinbad Jr., and his Magic Belt, Birdman and the Galaxy Trio, The Herculoids, which I fondly remember. I love The Herculoids. Remember the schmooze on uh, The Herculoids? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm okay, not I old. do. Shut up. That's awful. Uh, Shazan, Fantastic Four, Wacky Races. You know, the list goes on and on. But sadly, in 1965, William and Joseph put their studio up for sale, and it was purchased by Taft Broadcasting for $12 million. So all this that they built, that's, you know, at the end. You know, they had to do something. 
William and Joseph stayed on to run all the company while Screen Gems retained licensing rights and other trademark characters. But in the 1970s, even though the studio was owned by Taft Broadcasting, it was still ran by William and Joseph, and they still continued to come out with shows to add to their bag. Nearly two-thirds of the cartoons on TV Saturday morning came from their studios. Two fucking thirds. That's amazing. Like, that's a huge fuckers. chunk. Everyone's watching mostly my shit, not right. yours. Right, exactly. You know, and th- and that's what's fucking amazing about it. I, it just blows my mind. A new era of cartoons would roll out, like the Harlem Glowtarters, Josie and the Pussycats, the Pebbles and Bam Bam Show, Super Friends, Hong Kong Fooey. I fucking loved Hong Kong Fooey. I'm just gonna say. I love that. <laughs> you know, he would like jump into a file cabinet and then jump into the top one, and now a, he's all of a sudden a fucking ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just, I never got it, but I loved it. The Scooby Doo Show, Captain Caveman, The Smurf, Shirt Tails, Pac Man, yeah. and the world's greatest super friends. The list goes on and on and on, but we don't have the time for all this shit because it really is amazing for everything mm-hmm. that they fucking created. It's yeah. so much. Oh. And it's amazing, too. And you don't understand who's behind it when you're so young and, you know, watching this. You don't right. really pay attention no, to that. No. You watch and a now, cartoon and then, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Now looking back and researching this, it's like, it's an amazing story. So this is me being an asshole. What I used to do, because, I again, I'm, I'm a fucking media guy. I'm a cartoon guy. Every time a cartoon was over, I'd watch the credits. Calm down. Okay. But I, ne- I, but okay. I never put two and Cut two together. Between 1957 and 1995, this studio would have under its belt these things. Nutley Primetime, Saturday Morning, Weekday Cartoons, Live Action Shows for all three networks, NBC, ABC, CBS. They revolutionized the way cartoons were made and saved money for doing it. For example, when the original Tom and Jerry came out, it would cost almost $35,000 to make. And granted, this was, again, back in 1950, what, 54? They were limited on what they had for cost, so they came up with ideas to repurpose uh, walk-run scenes, for example. Only a certain portion of the characters had to move so the body could be used over and over. That makes uh, sense. It does. Why you not? Know, why not? Why, why not fucking repurpose Someone's what's going on? probably tired of fucking making Fred Flintstone's fat head. It's like, yeah, Or his feet. Yeah. Fucking don't make his feet again. Fucking tap it on this thing. Yeah. This cut the typical 26,000 drawings per cartoon down to 1,200. 26,000 to 1,200. Yeah. That's a fucking big joke. <laughs> You're saving you know? money. Oh, yeah. Time. Nothing but. Half. Half your money. They use the same tactic to repurpose music, shouts, yells, etc. Spreading all through so many cartoons, barely anyone would ever know the difference because their whole fucking library was huge. Um, just when you think they've done it all, in 1991, the Cartoon Network showed up as the first 24-hour animated channel. With 80% of the cartoons used, they were directly from William and Joseph's studio. One of the last cartoons produced by them was the Powderpuff Girls, oh, which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing it, but I had no clue. And in the next few years, their studio would be absorbed into Warner Brothers Studios. William Hanna died of throat cancer in March of 2001, and Joseph Barbera passed on December 18th, 2006. In 1998, the original studio that they built from the ground up closed its doors. Warner Brothers continues to release new cartoons under the name Hanna-Barbera and even has ideas for new Scooby-Doo movies to release way up into 2020 using the Hanna-Barbera Cinematic Universe name. These two brilliant minds 
were so much of a part of the childhood, and a lot of us don't even know, for more than four fucking decades. They own animation in all of its forms, in all of our childhoods, more than anyone could ever imagine. It's crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, we left a lot of stuff out because we just didn't have the time. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, Jesus, Herculoids, Space Ghost. There's a lot. You know, all these other ones. I mean, just, it. you know, it absolutely blows my mind for what they, what they were part of, mm-hmm. you know, and that they want to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just too cool. Anyway, so that is, so we purposely left out the fact that they are Hanna-Barbera, and that was a name. That's why we use William and Joseph through most of the thing. Um, you know, people don't know them as that. So, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you know, that's Hanna-Barbera. And that's a lot of the stuff that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I think if you're 30 years old or older, you know this. Maybe even uh, 25, 26? yeah. Well, I mean, they Is have movies. They have movies like Scooby Doo has their movies that are what they're making now. Right, right, right. So well, I mean, yeah. something like that. But I don't know if they know who's behind that. I don't think they do either. And you know what's funny? So the wife and I were were prepping for this episode, and and you know we we got done doing what we we're doing. We came back, and you know we were watching the Boomerang Channel, and we found out that we have. Well, we had Boomerang, number one, we did, and we had it. But they had uh, Smurfs was another one that they did. You don't like that. No, I don't like Smurfs. I, I was never a Smurf guy. I don't know. I, I found it weird, you know, personally. Like Papa Smurf and all these other... He was a pimp, you know, I feel. Well, I don't know. Were they all gay? I'm not sure. Or was she the pimp because... She was only maybe female. Brainy Smurf was the one that was actually getting all the uh, because you know the lineups smart. because he was smart. And nobody knew. No, but you know? Papa's older. He's wiser. Yeah, well, Smurfs, whatever. It, it was originally a French cartoon. Then it, you know we adapted it. But you know that was a Hanna Barbera show. Mm-hmm. But we're watching Boomerang, and there's like this new Scooby Doo that's I I'd never seen it before. It was a I don't know. I didn't like it. It was a weird, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. A new cartoon, you know? but it was. No, I have nothing else. Are relieving the name, and they're keeping it going, and that and that's neat. And, Guess and what I'm we're gonna it. do tomorrow? Watch cartoons. Yes, now that we know we have Saturday boomerang, morning. we're gonna watch cartoons. So anyway, um, again, you know, it's kind of a fun episode because that fucking blew my mind. I knew all the stuff that was going on, but I really didn't know that there was that much. You know, kind of cool. Um. Anywho, look for our website, mystrangeuncles.com. Join us on all of our podcasts that we're doing. We try to do these things weekly, uh, different stories. If you have something that you want us to talk about, write in by all means, strangeuncles at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I guess we can close, guys. Close, guys. I guess we can work on, uh, you know, the cartoons and everything going on. Close, guys. I'm so excited about this episode. It's 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 really cool. Because now I want to go watch, watch cartoons. I want to watch Tom and Jerry. You don't like Tom and Jerry, but not that I don't like it. It that's was just you the know, thing, old though, school. This, these two people were in a good era. Oh yeah, perfect. In a good how yep. many eras? Yep. Two. I mean, how many years though? No, almost fucking four. Almost four decades. Gen- yeah, they're doing this. I was shit. gonna say how Close many games. generations? I love Scooby Doo. I love Scooby Doo. Like that was because it was mystery. It almost Fred. scared me. Close kids as Bam. a kid. Like it scared me. Oh yeah, Bam Bam. 
You know, that uh, or the Bam and Pebble show. Wasn't there one of those two? Closing Eyes. Oh, guys. Pebbles. I think that Close was against. another one. Uh, what about Racky Races? Close Eyes. That was another Never one heard that of was it. going on. Close Eyes. Racky Races? No, uh, I think I'd. Let me no. see. We talked about no, Hong no, Kong no, Fooey. No, no, what no, was no, that? No. Close Eyes. What? Close Eyes. Fair. Just jumped the burning 